After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam upon his family, his companions, and upon all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day, to proceed, Ikhwan. Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yakshar wa min nafsin la tashba' wa min du'a'in la yusma' Verily, Allah who seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit, and from a heart that has no fear, and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment, and from a du'a that goes unanswered, and from a du'a that goes unanswered. To proceed, Ikhwan, فَنَمْشِ مَعَهُ نُوَاسِنُ مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ So we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Mustafidina muta'alimina min ilmi al-fiqh, min ilmi al-fiqh. As we continue to learn and derive benefit from the science of al-fiqh. فَأَيُّ كِتَابٍ نَضُرُسُهُ يَا شَيْخِ So what's the book that we're studying tonight? مِنْهَاجْ السَّالِكِينَ فَأَيْنَ وَصَلْنَا Where did we arrive? بَابُ الْأَسْتِنْجَاءِ جَمِيلًا قَالَ الْإِمَامُ السَّعَدِيُ الرَّحِيمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى So the Imam al-Sa'adi he says May Allah have mercy upon him بَابُ الْأَسْتِنْجَاءِ وَآدَابُ قَضَاءِ الْحَاجَةِ He says, chapter on cleansing oneself with water and the manners of relieving oneself and the manners of relieving oneself طيب أولاً ماذا نستفيد من هذا ماسي What do we benefit from the likes of this chapter title? Chapter, how to cleanse oneself with water and the manners of going to the bathroom. What, what does this say about Islam? It's incomplete or complete? Yeah, it's complete. بِمَعْنَى يَتَكَلَّمُ رَبُّنَا سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى عَنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Meaning, our Lord, in this blessed noble religion, نَصَّلَاتَ تَعَالَى الْعَافِيَةَ وَالسَّلَامَةَ وَأَنْ يَجْعَلَنَا وَإِيَّاكُمْ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And we ask Allah Ta'ala for good health and good well-being. And we ask that it makes us and you Muslims, Ikhwan. Allah Ta'ala speaks about everything in this, in this religion. وَكَذَلِكَ النَّبِيُّ عَلَيْهِ صُلَاةُ وَسَلَامَ يَتَكَلَّمُ عَنْ كُلِّ أَشَّاءَ يَتَكَلَّمُ عَنْ كُلِّ أَشَّاءَ 
The Messenger والسلام, speaks about, spoke about everything in this religion. Allah Ta'ala spoke about everything. This religion is a complete way of life. It's not deficient. It's not deficient. Allah Ta'ala completed this religion from above the seven heavens. From above the seven heavens. Allah Ta'ala says, On this day, I've completed my favor for you. And I've made pleased for you. I've chosen for you Al Islam as your way of life. Surah Al Ma'idah. So the Imam Al-Sa'di continues. He says chapter of how to cleanse oneself using water and the manners of going to the bathroom. قال يستحب إذا دخل الخلاء أن يقدم رجله اليسرى ويقول بسم الله اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الخبث والخبائث. He says it's highly, highly, highly recommended when the individual enters into the khala, the laboratory, the place of relieving oneself. That he enters this place upon his left foot. He enters this place upon his left foot. And he says, Bismillah, by the name of Allah. Or you can say, with the name of Allah. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-khubuthi wal-khaba'ith. Oh Allah, verily I seek refuge with you. From the khubuth wal khaba'ith. Ma huwa al khubuth What is al khubuth? The male jinn. al jinn. The male jinn. Wal khaba'ith. Abdul Fatah. The female jinn. Wa ta'allamna ya ikhwan. Hadha al hadith. Yajuzu ala al mutakallam. An yaqool al khubu wal khub. Bi dhamm al ba. Wa bi sukuni al ba. Yajuzu. Lafdan, Yajuzu, Lafdan. In this hadith, it's allowed that you recite it one or two ways. You can say, Min al khubu with a dhamma, khubu fi. And you can also say it with a sukun, khub fi. Nafs al ma'ana, the meaning is the same, and both pronunciations are allowed. Fadakal al imamu huna, ma'adha, ba'adha adabi qada al haja. So here, as Sa'adi is mentioning some of the manners of going to the bathroom. El awwal, el awwal, عندما يدخل العبد الخلاء أن يذكر الله. أن يذكر الله. First benefit, first manner, write this down, Yikhwan. When the person is going to relieve himself, first manner, or before that, he enters upon his left foot. Enters upon his left foot. Number two, he remembers Allah. He remembers Allah. طيب الآن كيف يذكر اسم ربه سبحانه وتعالى؟ هل يقوله جهرا أو سرا؟ How does the person say Allah's name? Does he say it out loud? Or does he say it to himself? How does he say it? To himself. طيب إذا يقوله جهرا What about if he says it out loud? ماذا ماذا حدث what's the issue لا بأس عند باثم بعض الناس يظن يا إخوان أن ذكر الله أن ذكر اسم الله سبحانه وتعالى في الخلاء أو في مش أو في ماذا مثل الخلاء حرام وهذا ليس بالصحيح وهذا ليس بالصحيح many of the Muslims of today we think that to say Allah's name in the bathroom or in what resembles the bathroom is haram and that's not the case why don't we say it's haram there's not a proof for it we don't have no proof perhaps some scholars say it's disliked is hated to say Allah's name in the hamam i give you another benefit يكره أن يتكلم العبد في الحمام 
مهما كان يقول مهما كان يقول اسم الله اسم أبيه اسمه نفسه أو اسم أحد من الناس لا الحكم سواء الحكم سواء طيب if the person is in the bathroom it's the same if he says Allah's name meaning the ruling it's the same if he says his father's name his mother's name his brother's name his name is hated to talk in the bathroom it's not recommended it's not haram الأخ الآن في الحمام يقول هاي كيف أنت يا أخي وهو في الخلاء هذا لا يجوز هذا ليس حراما لا وقال بعض العلماء أنه مكروها نعم طيب the man is in the hammam and he's saying hey to his friend how's everything his brother how are you يا أخي in the bathroom you can't say that's haram because there's no verse there's no hadith that says it's haram however you could say is hated, disliked. He's opposed in the sunnah of the Messenger Ali The Messenger of Allah did not used to talk while he's using the bathroom. Unless there was a necessity. Can the Nabi Ali Doing a number one, relieving himself, taking care of his necessity. And a companion passed by him. And gave him salam. Salamu alaikum ya Rasulullah. The Prophet of Allah didn't say a word. Then the one who was speaking, who gave the Prophet salams, he left. After the Prophet finished his necessity, he made wudu. Then he caught up with that person. And then he returned the salams to him. Then he said a tremendous statement. And then the Prophet said, listen to his words. And this shows it's not haram. The Prophet said, verily I hate. I don't like. I uh, despise, if I can see it loosely as a translation. I don't like, for example, I dislike, would be more honorable, to remember Allah, to mention Allah's name, while I am upon other than purification. وَعِنْدَنَا حَدِيثُ أَنَسِ ماذا قال أنس? You also have the hadith of Anas. What did Anas say? قال أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه قبل النبي دخل الخلاء أخرج خاتمه أخرج خاتمه أو كما قال أنس Anas says Before the messenger of Allah went into the خلاء He would remove his ring upon him قال بعض العلماء هذا الحديث لا يصيح most scholars say this hadith is not authentic. لكن بعضهم يحسنونه. But some scholars say it's حسن. وهذا لا يدل على أن تك أن ذكر اسم ربنا سبحانه وتعالى في الخلاء حرام. لأن النبي نزع من الخاتم. لا. هذا فعل النبي. هذا فعل النبي أولا. Firstly, for those that say the hadith is authentic, some scholars say this shows mentioning Allah's name is haram because the Prophet took his ring off. But that's not correct. You need a prohibition to say something is haram. This is the action of the Messenger of Allah. The least thing that would be, once again, is hated. This is why the strongest opinion of mentioning Allah's name in the bathroom is not haram, but at least thing is going to be is disliked. The man is making wudu. And he says, Bismillah. Why he's making wudu. إِذَا يَقُولُهُ سِرًّا هَذَا الْأَوْلَى لَكِنْ إِذَا قَالَهُ جَهْرًا فَلَا بَأْسَ بِذَلِكَ If the man is about to make wudu and he says Bismillah to say it to himself is better but if he says it aloud you can't say that's haram مَا قَالَهُ اللَّهُ وَمَا قَالَهُ النَّبِيُّ وَمَا أَجْمَعَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّحَابَةِ Allah didn't say it's haram the Prophet didn't say it's haram and the companions were not unified upon the position that mentioning Allah's name in the hammam is haram
والله اعلم تفضل في حقيقة الأمر الخلاء موقع موضع الماذا قضاء الحاجة حقا In reality the khala is the place of relieving yourself in reality not the entire room the khala will be the place of relieving itself the stalls for example however qala ba'dahum huwa nafs al-makan some scholars do say it's the same place but the strongest position is that the khala is the actual place that you're relieving yourself walaw kana kharijan even if it was outside ay makan ma العبد يمشي أو يذهب إليه ليقضي أو ليقضي حاجته يسمى خلاء يسمى خلاء any place it could be outside it could be in the basement it could be above it could be on the side of the house it could be in front of the house and back of the whatever place is designed for a person to ماذا relieve himself you can call this a خلاء even if it's not the actual bathroom itself it's more appropriate that it's the stall itself والله Allah Ta'ala that's a good question. I may love this. Ta'ib. Qala bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa idha kharaja minhu. And if he leaves from it. Let's see who's paying attention. Masi. What does it mean? If he leaves from it. What's the it? Accent from the bathroom. Qaddam al-yumna. Leaving the khala. He leaves upon his right foot. He enters the khala once again. It doesn't have to be the bathroom. Any place you're going to relieve yourself. We're playing ball and the man goes to the bushes way, way down at the park. That place there is the khala. Wherever he's gone, any place that the person goes to relieve themselves is called the khala. قدم اليمنى he leaves upon his right foot وقال غفرانك and he says oh Allah I ask for forgiveness طيب سؤال الأول question number one لماذا نبي يستغفر ربه سبحانه وتعالى هنا ما خطأه عليه الصلاة والسلام ما ذنبه عليه الصلاة والسلام question number one when the prophet was finished عليه السلام Upon coming out of the khala, he would say, Oh Allah, I seek your forgiveness. What sin did he do? Where is his error? Where is his mistake? Here the Prophet didn't do anything wrong. He didn't commit a sin. But in this condition, while he's relieving himself, he's not making dhikr. He's not remembering Allah. So for this reason, the Prophet of Allah would say, Oh Allah, forgive me. Here he's thanking Allah Ta'ala for allowing him to have the ability of relieving himself. From the best ways to thank Allah, somebody write this down here, Juan. From the best ways to thank Allah is to ask for forgiveness. There are many ways to show your gratitude. From the best ways to show your gratefulness, your gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to ask for forgiveness. What was the first thing that the Messenger of Allah used to do? First thing, usually, not every time, usually after making the salah. First thing, Astaghfirullah. Hey, al-istighfar. He would say, Astaghfirullah. Wa fi aghlabil ar-ruayat, thalatha. In the most reports, he would say it three times. Salla al-Nabi, wa astaghfirah fi salah. Thumma sallama, wa awalu shayin ba'da intiahi as-salaa, al-istighfar. Hadhi adula ala hamiyati, al-istighfar. The Prophet of Allah in his prayer, used to ask for forgiveness in the salah. In the sujood, in the rukur, in recitation. MashaAllah. After salamu alaykum, salamu alaykum. The first thing he would do is ask for forgiveness. He just asked for forgiveness. He would ask for forgiveness again. This shows 
the important matter of asking for forgiveness. From the best ways also to ask Allah or to show Allah Ta'ala your gratitude is to make the salah. العبد يشكر ربه أولى له أن يصلي لله سبحانه وتعالى سبحانه وتعالى The man wants to show Allah's gratitude for whatever he wants to be grateful to Allah Ta'ala from the best things for him to do to show his appreciation his gratefulness his thankfulness is to pray كان النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام يصلي حتى تتكبر وتتفجع قدماه the Messenger of Allah used to pray until his feet would swell, would swell and until his feet would bust and blister. As for myself, I've never prayed that long where my feet blistered, where my feet swelled and became bloody. I hope one day I can pray how the Prophet of Allah prayed. How long would you have to pray? ساعات بعد ساعات بعد ساعات في بعض الروايات يا إخوان كان نبي كما نصلي في رمضان كل صلاة ترويح كان يصلي مثلها في ركعة واحدة الله أكبر The Prophet of Allah the way we pray nowadays and a whole night prayer in Ramadan the whole night the Prophet prayed like that in one rakah الله أكبر ففي بعض الروايات ها؟ أي أحسنت، but the length of it طيب the messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام من حديث ابن مسعود أو ابن عباس كان يصلي ويفتح بصورة البقرة وواصل وقال لعله يركع عند المية وتجاوز مية حتى ينتهي بالبقرة كاملة ثم قال لعله يركع وواصل The narrator either Ibn Mas'ur or Ibn Abbas I have some doubt now one of them mentioned The Messenger of Allah prayed one night and he opened up with Surah Al-Baqarah He said I thought when he gets to the hundredth ayah he's going to yarka he's going to make ruku' He got to the hundredth ayah وواصل and he continued وكان يقول إذا مر بآية فيها الجنة يتوقف ويسأل الله تعالى الجنة He said and he was reciting in such a manner This is a sunnah that we don't do in America I don't know, know too many masajid who implement this sunnah This is a sunnah ya khwa. In the Muslim lands you see this in Africa, in Saudi, in Yemen, in Pakistan, mashallah In the Muslim world you see it In the West you don't really see it that much We're miskin ya khwa. we don't really implement a lot of the sunnah may Allah help us even straighten our roles إذا نطبقوا كما طبق النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام قولنا يخرجوا قولنا يخرجوا even how the Prophet used to straighten the roles we don't even do it that way if we try to straighten the role the way the Prophet straightened the roles I guarantee you everyone will get mad come on ya akhi bismillah you're taking so long you're doing this and that how did the Prophet used to straighten the role what did he used to do Sometimes the Prophet himself will walk up and down a rose from right to left, checking each individual person. And some narrations, the Prophet will walk up and down each row, touching the person's shoulder, making sure they were straight. You can imagine, Yahuwah. Who's going to do that? Nowadays, if you say, hey, it's the, the jama'ah is angry. Somebody's offended. I got to go to work, ya akhi, bismillah. You're taking so long to straighten the road. That's the son of the messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam. At any rate, if we try to do that the way the Prophet of Allah did that, I guarantee everybody will start fighting, get offended, start arguing, get mad, talking about each other. May Allah help us. إِذَا لَعَبْدُ يَمُرُّ مَادَ عَلَى الْوَقْتِ most of the time, you go over the time. We pray at 4.04. You go over 4.05, 4.06. Half the brothers are mad, offended. At any rate, imagine taking time to straighten the road, ya That's how the Prophet would do it. Touching everyone's shoulder. You got 10 rows. That's 20 minutes. 
Right there. That's 15 minutes. Right there. Tayyip. He says, فَضَنَنْتُ أَنَّهُ سَيَرَكَ عِنْدَ الْمِيَةِ وَصَلَ إِلَى وَوَاصَلَ He says, I thought when he got to the hundredth verse, he would, uh, he would uh, bow. He would make ruku'ah. He got to the hundredth verse, he kept on going. ثُمَّ قَالَ ذَنَنْتُ أَنَّهُ عِنْدَ انْتِهَائِهِ سَيَرَكَ وَصَلَ إِلَى انْتِهَائِ الْبَقَرَةِ وَوَاصَلَ وَابْتَتَحَ سُورَةَ آلِ الْإِمْرَانِ أو سُورَةَ النِّسَى سُورَةَ النِّسَى He says, and then I thought when he gets to the end of the surah, there's no way he's going to keep going. There's no way. One rakah. And then when he got to the end of the verse, uh, the surah, I thought he was going to bow. He kept on going. And then he recited surah to Nisa. And I thought when he got to, uh, to Ali Imran. And then when he got to Ali Imran, I thought he was going to bow when he got to the 100th verse. He got to the 100th verse. وَوَاصَلَ And he continued. And finished it. Run Not that that's our whole night prayer. That's the Prophet's one Raka'ah. He says, and then he finished Ali Imran in one rak'ah. And then he opened up the next surah, Surah to Nisa. And then he finished Surah to Nisa in some narrations. And then he recited Surah to Al-An'am in one rak'ah. And he was reciting in a manner, we forgot to translate this part. If he came upon a verse that mentions the Jannah, Tawakkafa, he would stop. And he would say, Allahumma nas'aluka al-Jannah. He would say, oh Allah. I ask that you enter me into the Jannah. And if he passed by a verse that mentioned the hellfire, he would stop and say, Oh Allah, I ask, I seek refuge with you from the hellfire. Then مثل قيامه عليه الصلاة والسلام انظر يا إخوان then he said then he bowed and his bowing was just as long as his standing Allahu Akbar من صلى مثل النبي who prays at the Prophet of Allah pray يا إخوان ثم قال يرفع رأسه وقال أن قيامه كان مثل ركوعه وركوعه كان مثل قيامه عليه الصلاة والسلام He says, and then he raised his head up from the bowing. And then he stood there just as long as he made rukur. And his rukur was just as long as his standing. Allahu Akbar. And then he mentions the entire salah, ya ikhwan. Hadha nabiyuna alayhi salatu salam. That's our beloved prophet, alayhi salatu salam. Al-muhim min hadith Aishat radiyallahu ta'ala anha. Qalat, ya Rasulullah, limadha anta tusalli hakadha. Waqad gafar Allahu laka ma taqadda min dhanbika wa ma taakhar. Qala, afala akuna abdan shakura. Wal-hadithu inda al-Bukhari wa muslimin rahimahumullah ta'ala. Going back to the hadith of Aisha. Aisha saw the Messenger of Allah praying. His feet swelling and blistering. She said, oh Messenger of Allah, why do you pray like that? You don't have to pray like that. Allah has forgiven your past and your future sins. What did he say? Shall I not be a grateful servant? The likes of this hadith teaches us That from the best ways to show one's gratitude is to pray. You're thanking your Lord, you're grateful, yes, I'm grateful. Make the salah. Let's continue with Nilay Ta'ala. What hadith is that? Baqarah Ali Imran and then Nisa. I said that the first time, then the Shaykh corrected me. May Allah bless you all. Baqarah, Ali Imran, Nisa'i. No, Baqarah, Nisa'i, Ali Imran. Hatha, ya ikhwan, kama dhakara Shaykh Nasir wa ghayruhu, yaqool, taratibu salah, mathanan, la yakunu wajiba. 
وهذا مهم لأن بعض المسلمين اليوم يظنون إذا العبد يقرأ عليه أن ماذا يواصل في الترتيب وهذا ليس بالصحيح This hadith, the order, if you pay attention, the Prophet went out of order. And this is important because a lot of the Muslims of today think you have to recite in order. You can't recite in the first raka'ah a surah that comes after, that comes before. Uh, you can't recite, you have to recite in order. You can't recite in the first surah, uh, the first raka'ah surah, and then in the second raka'ah a surah that came before that surah. Many people think that's obligatory to do. The likes of this hadith shows that's not obligatory to do. Al-Amr al-Thalith hadha fil-Nawafil laysa fil-Wajibat Another benefit to mention this is in the volunteer prayer. Lakin idha al-Abdu yusalli ma'anaas al-Awla an yukhaffif al-Awla an yukhaffif However, if the person is praying with the jama'ah whatever he recites, he recites but it's better for him to make it easy. لا يركع كما يركع في البيت ولا يركع مع الجماعة كما يركع مثلا واحدة He may not make ruku' in the jama'ah the same length that he does when he's by himself He's not going to say ruku' for hour in the dhuhr مثلا And then say the messenger, the messenger No, that was the nawal for number one And the obligatory to salah is not recommended to make it difficult upon the people Unless you have their permission. فَمَثَلًا عِنْدَنَا حُفَاظٍ مَثَلًا فَلَعَلَّهُمْ لَا يَغْضَبُونَ أَبَدًا إِذَا الْإِمَامِ يَقْرَأْ صَفْحَةً أو صَفْحَتَيْنَ أو ثلاثة صَفْحَاتٍ أَبَدًا لَأَنَّهُمْ حُفَاظٍ وَيَتَعَوَّدُونَ عَلَى هَذَا فَهَذَا شَيْءٌ آخَرٌ. For example, the person. Hey, salam alaikum. This is my friend. He would like to learn about Islam. Inshallah, welcome. Grab a chair for your friend. He can sit. Inshallah, and benefit with us. May Allah bless him and all of us. Welcome, welcome. Grab your friend a nice comfortable chair there. Get him some water. What else we got? Some Mountain Dew? Some, we got something else? Some Snickers? What else we can give him? Yeah, Whatever your friend needs, get comfortable. Now you have to sit in the class with your friend. You can't bring your friend in the leave. <laughs> May Allah bless you. Yeah. With regards to making dua, uh, in the, uh, when you come upon a certain ayah that's You come across the Jannah or the Hellfire? Is this, uh, is this only the nawafil? Or you can do this? Is this something specific, particular for the nawafil? The answer is no. However, the Messenger of Allah only did it in the nawafil. But it's nothing to say that that's specific. The Prophet did it in the night prayers usually. Just like some of the adhkar, hadith Ali, the long hadith. What's the beginning of the hadith, ya ikhwan? Allahumma wajahati wajihi fatur al-samadwati wal-ard hanifan musliman wa ma'ana min al-mushrikeen Sid in, ya ikhwan, when the Messenger of Allah says Hadith is in Bukhari wa Muslim, Hadith is in Nasa'i When Ali mentioned that the Messenger of Allah, when he stood for the night prayer He would say, wajahati wajihi al-ladhi fatur al-samadwati wal-ard hanifan musliman wa ma'ana min al-mushrikeen إن صلاتي ونفسك محيا وماتي لله رب العالمين لا شريك له وبذلك أمرت وأنا أول المسلمين to the end but the messenger of Allah would say oh Allah really I place my face for the one who has created the heavens and the earth حنيفا مسلما I worship you and you alone upon the path of Tawheed and glory belongs to you I am not from the polytheists verily my prayer and my sacrifice and my life and my death all belongs to Allah Rabbil Alameen the Lord of all the worlds to the end هذا ذكر لا يأتي في الواجبات لا هذا ذكر أتى في النوافل so this long hadith that the Prophet would say where did he say it at what position this comes in the Nawafil. He's mentioned he stood at night, the Nawafil. However, it doesn't mean you only can say that at night. There's a difference. He said it here, but you only can say it there. So you need proof to say that. This is not Yahtasu Bihadhi Salah. No, it's not specific. This dhikr, the Prophet said it in the daytime. So you can't say it at night? It's not like that. This dhikr he said at night. So can you say it in the daytime? Yes. It's not nothing to say you only can say it at night. 
There's some actions, yes. You only do it this way at this time. But that's not a lot yet. There's only a few instances like that. At any rate, so the likes of this. You're reading in the Fajr, in the Maghrib al-Isha. And you come across a verse of the Jannah. And you stop and say, Allahumma inna nasaluka al-Jannah. Oh Allah, verily we ask you for Jannah. The action is a sunnah of the Messenger but he didn't do it in the obligatory prayers. But you can say it's specific for the night prayers. There are some scholars that say the dhikr that he mentioned in the nawafil, you should say in the nawafil. However, there are other scholars that contradict that position and Allah Ta'ala knows best. For our new brother, we're talking about prayer, some things that when the Muslim prays, uh, how does he ask Allah for forgiveness and the like? And may Allah bless you. Taib, ayna kunna, where will be your ikhwan? Taib, so when the man comes out of the bathroom, he says, Gufranaka. Wa ana kuntu nasraniyan ya ikhwan. Ana uridu ana nabihakum bihada. And I want to tell the brothers, when I was Christian, ana ma kuntu musliman. I wasn't Muslim. Ma ishtu musliman. Tamannaytu dhalik. I wished I was Muslim when I was young. I wished. I see the Muslim with their children. This brother, mashallah, holding his baby, reciting al fatiha to his little baby boy. Why are you kidding, Anna? And this brings me, I cry when I saw the likes of this, Yahweh. Why did I used to cry? Because I wanted to be like that baby, not the man reciting to the baby. I had my son and I did that. I've never got help. I don't want nobody to come grab me, Ikhwan. <laughs> Abdulaziz about to come, I got you, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I don't want nobody to grab me, Ikhwan. Tell you. Sheikh Abdullah, don't. Stop them, yeah, Sheikh Abdullah. They try to come massy and they try to hold me. I got you, lay down, yeah, get on my lap. <laughs> You never had nobody recite to you, I'm going to recite. Not like that, Yaqwan. I just hoped, I wished. Even my own son of the law, I'm reciting to him as a, 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 my first baby. And I'm crying. And I remember somebody said, why are you crying, Yaqi? I said, I wished I could have been a, a baby and my Abby holds me and recites Quran upon me. So sometimes you see someone doing something, for example, I've never had my mother, she prayed with me one time. I've never had my ummi pray with me more than one time. Remember one time I stayed with my mother, mashallah, as I mentioned, I was Christian. One of the things that guided me to Islam, ya ikhwan, anani wajatu anna had the deen kamil, is that when I was studying Islam, I used to memorize the Bible and study the Bible, but I found that Islam talks about everything. In Christianity, our beloved Prophet Jesus, salam, there were some things he didn't do. What did he do, Ya Lam He never got married. There was never a battle in his time. So we don't have narrations where Abilah Prophet Isa, Jesus, alayhi salam, may Allah be pleased with him, is showing the people how to defend their property and their monies. And we, there was no battlefield at that time. So the thing that amazed me the most about Islam was that it's complete. Everything you ask, there's a question from the Quran. There's an answer from the Quran. There's an answer from the Sunnah. I remember questions that we would ask our preachers and our reverends. And they would say, you just got to believe. The Bible is mysterious. That's the glory of the Bible. You just have to believe. You just have to believe. Islam doesn't say that. Islam says, Islam says, Islam is built upon proofs. Allah says, follow what has been sent down to you from your Lord. Meaning Quran and Sunnah. And don't follow other than that, taking it as friends and guardians and protectors. How little do they, do they ponder? This amazed me, ikhwan. How the Muslim prays is the same way in the Bible that they say Moses prayed. The Muslim makes wudu, washes his face, and it's his face, and his hands, cleans his mouth. In the book of Exodus, in the Bible, that's how they say Prophet Moses pray, alayhi salatu
when I looked at Islam, how they say Jesus dressed, that's how the Muslim dresses. When they show in the Bible how the women of Jesus dressed at that time, that's how the Muslim women dressed. So I was amazed, ya Amazed that this religion that the people talk about, they're terrorists and they're this and they're that. And when you study it, you say, no, they're not like that. They're not like that. That's what you're trying to make me believe they're like that. A religion that there's no black man, no white man better than the white man, the black man better than the white man, the white man better than the black man, the Arab better than the African, the African better than the Arab. No, there's no the black man is Muslim, the white man is devil. No, there's no the Indian man is Muslim, the Chinese man is the devil. No, that's what you want me to think. When I read the Quran and Sunnah, Islam has nothing to do with nobody's color, ever. يَقُلُ النَّبِيَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ سُئِلَ مِنْ حَدِيثَ أَبِي هُرَيْرَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ مَنْ أَكْرَمُ النَّاسِ قَالْ أَتْقَاهُ الْحَدِيثِ هُوَ عِنْدَ الْبَخَارِ وَمُسْلِمِ The Messenger of Allah one day was asked, O Messenger of Allah, who is the most honorable of the people? Who? The Prophet said the most honorable of the people is the one that fears Allah the most. وَالتَّقْوَ تَمْيِيزُ Having the fear of Allah is the judge. Who's better than him? Who's better than her? The one that believes in Allah the most. This little girl on the back all by herself believes in Allah more than all of us. Then she's better than all of us. Her iman is stronger than all of our iman. Then she's better than all of us. Whether she's black or white or Asian, or Chinese, or Pakistani, or Indonesian, or Malaysian, or Afghani. I don't want to miss no countries there, Juan. What else? Somali. Somali. <laughs> you missed the biggest one. <laughs> I remember when I first came home, brother said, hey, you didn't mention my country, ya akhi. We're the majority, and you miss us. You say Africa. Africa. I remember when I was in Egypt, and one brother said, hey, where are you from? I said, I'm from Africa. He said, no, where, where was you born? I said, well, look to America. I was born in America, like an island team in Africa, but my family is from Africa. Then I asked him, well, I'm from Ain. I said, where are you from? He said, I'm a Misrian, I'm a little from Misr. He said, I'm, I'm Egyptian. I was born in Egypt. And I said, no, I'm an African. I said, so you're African? He says, la a'udhu billah. I said, أنت لست أفريقيا? قال نعم, أنا لست أفريقيا. أنا قلت, أنت قلت لي, ولدت في مصر. قال نعم, ولدت في مصر. أنا قلت, مصر في الإفريقة. صح ولا لا? I said, you said you were Egyptian. He says, yes, I'm Egyptian. And you know, a lot of Egyptians, they're a little, what's the word they have? They have that, not strong. They, no, not stocky. They have that proud, that they're proud for their country. He said, I'm, I'm Egyptian. Pumped up his chest. I'm Egyptian, huh? <laughs> I said, okay. Egypt is in Africa. He said, oh, 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 oh. la, 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 la. I said, okay, what maps are you looking at? <laughs> Egypt is in Africa. At any rate, so I'll try to mention all the countries here. Juan, there are brothers. This masjid, alhamdulillah. It's one of the beauties I love about your brothers in this masjid. It's not like when I go to the other masjid and only the American goes there, or I go to the other masjid and only the Pakistanis go there, or I go to another masjid, only the white man goes there, and then I went to this other masjid and only the Africans go there. This masjid, alhamdulillah, this one is American, this one is Caucasian, this one is black, this one is African, this one is Somalian, this one is Ethiopian, this one is Pakistani. This, that's a blessing, ikhwan. This reminds you of this how it was in the time of the Messenger, Islam has nothing to do with your color. Never. This amazes me, Ikhwan. The proof to that is that the Muslims you saluna janban bi jambi shakhsin akhar. Qadamuhu ala jambi qadami la akhar. When the Muslim prays, he puts his shoulder next to the brother's shoulder. Black man, white man, Chinese man, Arab, African, Somalian, Ethiopian, Eritrea, what a Muslim, Ikhwan. Ghana, Nigeria. Can't forget the Nigerian brothers. Can never ever forget them, Ikhwan. At any rate, this is Islam. The white, the white man is leading me in Salah. And the black man is leading me in Salah. And the Arab is leading me in Salah. That's a blessing, Ikhwan. That's a blessing from my Lord. And that's how it's supposed to be. There's no superiority from one race to another race. Never. Who leading the prayer? The one who leads the prayer is the one who leads the prayer, Ikhwan. 
The one that has the most Quran. He could be black, he could be white, he could be a child. This little boy is 10 years old, memorized the Quran more than us. Alhamdulillah, You gonna put the little boy in front? Yes. Why? That's Islam. He has more knowledge of the Quran. It's not about he's white, his hair, mashallah, he doesn't need a comb. No, no, Islam is not about that. It's not about he's black, no. He has more knowledge of the Quran. If they're equal in Quran, who do we pay first after that? Oh, before the age? Close. I sent. What type of knowledge? Oh, more specific. After Quran? Before the fiqh? Somebody said it. Oh. First is Quran, yeah, Quran. What's the next thing after Quran? Oh. The Sunnah. Somebody said it. I think somebody said it. After Fatah, somebody said it. If they're equal in the Quran, these 10 brothers all memorize the Quran. What's the next judge who has more hadith memorized? They're equal in Quran and they're equal in hadith. He has 100 hadith, he has 100 hadith. Now you go to the before the oldest. One more before the oldest. This is. I'm not certain here. I'm, the shit could be right. Oldest or the one who made migration first. Migration, I believe, comes first. Quran, Sunnah, who migrated first? They migrated the same migration. Then is age. Four things the Prophet mentioned. Who makes Hijrah first? The brothers are from a land of disbelief. They migrated to the lands of this uh, of belief. Who has the most Quran? They're equal in Quran. Where do you go? Sunnah. They both memorize Bukhari. They're equal in Quran, equal in Sunnah. They migrated at the same time. Who's the oldest? He has more right. From the hadith that's in the Sunnah. That's another benefit, Ikhwan. Look at this benefit, Ikhwan. This is going to humble most of us, inshallah. Husnul Sawt, or Jamalul Sawt, La Yusawi Shayyan Indallah. The beauty of one's voice, or how mashallah it sounds. Yes, that's important to us. This Imam for Ramadan, I'm going over there. His voice is mashallah. That's most of us. That's not the people of the past. Right? It's not about the beauty. Yes, you beautify your voice when you recite Quran. Yes, some scholars say the meaning of that is tajweed. Some say the meaning of that Beautify your voices with the Quran. Some say make your voice beautiful. Some say no, that's not the meaning. The meaning is recite the Quran with tajweed. Many scholars say that. Now, the, the, the thing is the knowledge of the Qur'an, not really the, the, the voice of it, the beauty of it. Yes, it's beautiful, alhamdulillah. But that doesn't make someone else above someone else. These two are equal in the Qur'an. His voice is like Sudeis, his voice is not like Sudeis. So we're going to put forth his voice. There's nowhere in the narration that say that. Nowhere. But we can choose. We can, they're equal in the Qur'an. We should do how the Prophet said. What's next? The Sunnah. That's why knowledge is so important, Yahwah. One of the things I love about this masjid the most, is that this place here, may Allah bless the brothers and the sisters in this community and other communities, Yahwah. It reminds us of those centers of seeking knowledge in the Muslim lands, where the people are, they really have a love for learning. But knowledge is the thing that is going to change us, Yahuwah. Our knowledge and implementation of the knowledge. What Prophet choosing for the Bilal? Choosing for the what? The Bilal to call Adam. Ta'ilabats. Did the Messenger of Allah mention the reason that he chose Bilal? Yeah. What was the reason? How so? The voice. That's the Adhan. Yeah. Not the Salah. Two different issues. Also, Bilal had a, a strong voice. And this is another benefit. I don't want to harm no one, Yahuwah. 
Because nobody does this in our town. So I don't want to offend no one. طيب في أغلب الأوقات أهم شيء للمؤذن ما هو Usually when the person is calling the van, what's the most important thing to him? Hey, to beautify his voice. And I'm not talking about Sardia, I'm not talking about Egypt, I'm not talking about no place. I'm talking about an action. And I'm not trying to make you laugh. You're going to giggle, yeah, Juan. Some psychologists say, when you say, don't look over there, they say, hey, where? They say, <laughs> some psychologists, they say that. You say, hey, Abdullah, don't laugh. He's going to say, okay, because you just told him not to laugh. But I'm not trying to make you guys laugh. Nowadays, almost every Muslim country, even a non-Muslim country, when they call the adhan, they don't call the adhan like Bilal used to call the adhan. They put tajweed in the adhan. They, mashallah, they call it Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Where did you learn how to call it that like that? It's beautiful, yes. It's beautiful. That's not the point of the Adhan. The Adhan has one goal. What's the goal of the Adhan? Who knows? To call the people who are not here. That's why Bilal used to go out and used to go up to project his voice, for example. It's allowed to call the Adhan inside. It's allowed. It's allowed. That you don't have to go out. It's allowed. But that's the point. To call the people. The adhan is al-nida'u lis-salah. Liman la yakuna mawjudan fi thalika al-waqt. Al-muadhan yunadihim. Wa yudhakirahum bi annahu qad dakhala waqtu as-salah. Dakhala waqtu as-salah. The muadhan is calling the people who are not there. Letting them know the time of the prayer is entered. It's time to pray. The prayer is in. So it's allowed to beautify your voice. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm saying that's not how Bilal did it. And the way they called it then in the time of the Messenger of Allah was the most simplest. The tabi'un, simplest. Atbar tabi'un, simplest. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. It's a call. For example, some people recite their then like they recite in Quran. With tajweed and the likes. That's allowed. But it's not a sunnah. It's not a sunnah of the Messenger, alayhi salatu wassalam. At any rate, so now beauty has its place, but sometimes we put too much emphasis on beauty. This one sounds, mashallah. Let him lead, like the, lead the salah. Has nothing about has nothing about beauty. It's about the fear of Allah that the person has. I give you another benefit. Most of the great imams of Islam, look at how they recite the Quran when they lead the salah. You'll be amazed. You have the reciters who are known for reciting. You have Sudais, mashallah. Hudayf is there, mashallah. Who else? Al Afasi is there. Many Ikhwan, Muhammad Jibril, Muhammad Ayyub. Great Imams, Husri, beautiful voices. Now, all of them are scholars of hadith. Now, all of them are. Sudais, people don't give Sudais the credit. Sudais is holding Ikhwan. Sudais, many scholars say, is an alam of Islam. He's not known for his hadith and his fiqh amongst the people who don't know his level. But Sudais, Hudayfi is even stronger than Sudais. In hadith, Hudayfi is, is a faqih, not only a qari, he's a faqih. He's not just a reciter. No, this man is a scholar of, of, of al-fiqh also. At any rate, you look at some of the great imams when they recite. And I challenge any one of you. And I'm not, I don't want you to misunderstand my point. I'm not saying don't beautify your voice. That's from Islam. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't overemphasize something that's less important and then reduce something that's more important. I don't want you to misunderstand my point. At any rate, sometimes we, we emphasize. You call there then, call there then. Project your voice as loud as you can. The more people hear you, the greater your reward, your muqiyam. We call there then here, all the non-Muslims in the area, are going to bear witness, Yom Qiyamah, they heard you call the Adhan. Allahu Akbar. At any rate, back to my initial point, Ya Ikhwan. So I was Christian. And one of the things that guided me to Islam 
was this religion is not a religion based upon you just have to do it no Allah tells you how to do it why to do it the messenger of Allah shows you how to do it why to do it so I just wanted to share that benefit of our brothers if one is less memorized if one is less memorized, can he lead? If there are those who are more memorized, answer is yes, Ikhwan. I'll give you a benefit from the scholars of al-fiqh. There are some scholars of al-fiqh who say they prefer to pit someone who may be less memorized but has more knowledge of al-fiqh over the one that is just a memorizer. Because he knows what to do if someone makes a mistake or the likes. So many scholars, there's no proof to this, this is their opinion. The pit for someone that has some fiqh. However, the hadith, the Messenger of Allah is there. The one that has the most, he's most proficient in the Quran. If they're equal in that, then the one that has the most hadith, if they're equal in that, the one who migrated first, if they're equal in that, then the oldest. Can someone lead the salah who's less memorized? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. And the obligatory now. That's not a problem yet. That's a law. The soon is that the most proficient? That's a good point. At any rate, may Allah Ta'ala continue to bless you all, continue your great efforts in memorizing and making maraja'a and sitting in the classes and teaching the people, spreading the Sunnah of Al Islam, spreading Islam, mashallah. We were at the mall one day, the store, and the people were asking us questions about Islam, and it was nice and humbling. Nobody was bothering nobody. It was nice questions from the non Muslims. And it's the responsibility of the Muslim, ya khwan. I remember our Sheikh in Yemen, he said, The Sheikh used to say, when you guys go back home to America, you have a great responsibility to teach the non-Muslims the true Islam. They only see Islam on the TV. Oh, this man is a terrorist. Oh, this man is this. Oh, Islam is that. And that's the TV. That's movies. That's propaganda. They're doing that on purpose. When we go teach in a prison, we go there on Friday, you'll be humble. The Christians get this big church. The Muslims get this little closet. The Muslims got, the Christians got a whole wall of Jesus, your Savior, except Jesus. Oh, read the Bible. The Muslims don't have not one flyer on the wall. Not one. In the prison, the Muslim can't talk to a Christian about Islam. No. But the Christian can talk to whoever he wants to about Christianity. At any rate, I told the brothers, don't be sad, yeah. They're never going to be able to eliminate Allah's religion. Never. We don't have to talk about it. Allah Ta'ala with no commercials, no signs, no bulletin board, no Muslim radio stations, no... We don't need none of that, alhamdulillah. Our religion is the religion of the prophets and messengers. It's going to spread. Alhamdulillah. So don't be sad. Do what you can do. Fear Allah best your ability. Allah is going to make his religion prevail as he mentions here. Khwan. Ta'ayat was that day, inshallah. The youth. The youth. Hey, I, I had a benefit. It's, it left me, Khwan. I wanted to say to our brother. Uh, what's your name, man? Richie. Richie. Richie? Yeah. It's an honor to meet you. This is Masjid Salam. You're, you can come here anytime. We have classes every day. The women, the brothers, the children. Um, if you need food or drink, we'll try our best to give you food or drink. Whatever you need of, alhamdulillah, we welcome you to accept Islam. You know, you can repeat after me if you wish, and then you could be our Muslim brother, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, if you have any questions, you can put them forth. Maybe we'll take a couple minutes if you have anything you want to ask about Islam. We'll try our best to answer to the best of our ability, inshallah. I'm just, I'm just okay, no problem. One of the things that guided me, as I mentioned, to Islam, I used to study the Bible. I'll tell you to do the same. Read the Bible, focus on when Jesus is talking. Depending on what Bible you have, that's when that's the red. If you read the King James Version, it's the red. Focus there. When you read the Quran, you're gonna see it's the same. It's the same. That's something that guided me, Yahwah.
I learned that this Jesus that we're learning about in the Bible is the same Jesus in the Quran. He didn't say worship me. Not one time. But my mother says, hey. One time she found some money. She said, Allahu Akbar. And then another time she found money. She said, thank you, Jesus. I said, why didn't you thank God? She said, that is my God. At any rate, some Christians, they, they worship Jesus. I said to my mother, Umi, he never said worship me. Never. If he said worship me, that's different. He never said that in the whole Bible. So we welcome you, mashallah. You're here. You're welcome to come anytime. If there's anyone who has something else to say, Juan, if not, we'll stop there, inshallah. Man, you read the new other than who wants to call there then. We have some pamphlets also, too, inshallah, before you leave, Richie. We're going to make sure you get some pamphlets, inshallah. Bashir. Bashir. When your friend leaves, make sure you give him some pamphlets, inshallah, from the um, the Dawah corner, inshallah. And may Allah bless you. You, you, you got money, you need anything? You, you got money in your pocket? You good? Alhamdulillah. This is Islam, this is our, this our, this our religion. Alhamdulillah. So now he's, uh, he's about to call the, we're about to pray in a couple of minutes. You know, basically they start with that. That means basically for Islam, it's like, you know, calling, this is illegal, like leading the, the prayer, you know, to the people. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. Okay, 